Hello and welcome to the Scotchcast for the, the what, 19th of October 2019. I'm your host, Dr. Best and joining me today is Nubarama. What is this, like episode 21 of the podcast? That's what episode are we on? 117. Wow. I know. That's actually pretty low. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like accounting for the fact that like we do one of these a year now. <laughs> exactly. We've been doing it for 116 years. That's that's the takeaway yeah, there. That's that is the takeaway. <laughs> um oh yeah, so we didn't do any pre-show. It's it's we just kind of oh. you just got home and we're like fuck it, let's just go. Um, no, I got into bed is what really happened. <laughs> that's what I did. <laughs> I how Durin spent the whole day playing this new uh MMO. I think it's called like Arc Arcanum Unlimited or Archmage? Arcage? Arcage? Arcage. It's something Unlimited. I'm pretty sure that that's like new. a. I think that's like a relaunch of an existing MMO. People seem Arcade. to love it though. Like I, I have, have had people. I not... can't. I cannot fucking imagine playing an MMO <laughs> in 2019. Could you imagine that? No. God. I, I actually, couldn't. I just. I I looked at one. Like I can feel yeah. the urge to play a deep game, and but every time you put one in front of me, I'm like out within 15 minutes. I'm like, I just can't do this. The thing. It's like the equivalent of like walking 10 miles to go shit in the. <laughs> ground or something like that <laughs> i'm okay with my toilet i don't yeah, need exactly. to go back to mmos and grinding yeah I, I two-thirds of my life away probably like full spiritual and all that shit to slaughter your own meat and raise your own cat not nah, I'm, I'm gonna nah i'm good to be fair i don't play phone games so it's not like i'm all the way on the other extreme but yeah yeah i don't play phone games either hmm. i i never really got into phone games but hmm. that's i maybe i just don't find them very fulfilling I, I have a colleague who just who has like a like a, what a slot machine phone game. Oh jeez! And he's literally fucking playing that all day. It's okay. a compulsive game. I have two friends into poke, still into Pokemon Go, which is insane to me. That's shocking. And um, they're also into this the originating game, which is Ingress or whatever it's called. I was going to say Congress, but that's not right. No idea what that is. Anyway, Mibrama, how have you been the last fortnight? I've been great. Has it only been two weeks? It's been a month for you, but it's been yeah. two weeks since the last recording. Uh, I was in I was in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh no was, way! Yeah, well, okay. So right now it's like I think it's negative one degrees Celsius here. Holy shit! <laughs> it, the, a cold front. A cold front was in Phoenix, and it was thirty three degrees Celsius. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. that's what happened. It was great. Phoenix is really nice. It's Are you it's like there? the most. No, my uh, my girlfriend's dad has a place in Phoenix. Oh, cool. So we went to go visit for Canadian Thanksgiving. Anyways, <laughs> it is like the most... I mean, I've been to... When I was like five, I went to Disneyland in LA. Uh-huh. So I don't really remember America. But other than that, I've only been to DC in terms of like the furthest south I've been. I've been to New York, DC. But in the US, the furthest south I've been was DC at that point. And oh my god, Arizona is like... It's like such a foreign place to me it's because it's desert well it's deserts i've never been in the desert so it was okay. like it, you would probably feel right at home yeah like I, I, I hear australia is 120 percent desert <laughs> essentially yeah it's just it's dirt outside my house yeah but <laughs> i mean i went to i mean i assume this isn't a thing it's actually kind of a thing here out west in canada but you've never been to like a, a rodeo or, or bull riding right no no like we have them here i haven't been to one i i went to this place um called 
Canyon Coverts. I don't remember what it's called, but it's this area one hour, one hour outside of Phoenix. Right. And it's literally just desert on both sides. And mm-hmm. then you start seeing these things on the side of the road that look like a set of a Western movie. They're all like <laughs> saloons and like the most exaggerated bars. Like there was a <laughs> shop that sold like cowboy goods and it was like the size of a Walmart. It was insane. I love anyway, that. Anyway, so we, we get to this bar, which is probably like, I don't know, like two acres. It's enormous. Like what the, fuck? the indoor portion. There's like an indoor portion, but there's an outdoor portion. Oh, right. And basically what they do here is like they have a like a live bull riding show. <laughs> yeah and so like it was uh it was amazing so you got to sit in with your beer and everyone spoke when i was first there i'm like why is everyone speaking in funny accents like made up like exaggerated <laughs> accents but they no speak, one actually talks like that they speak like that they actually speak like uh like a comedy show <laughs> of people trying to do crazy texan accents and everyone was wearing their cowboy hat and their cowboy boots <laughs> and their and their cowboy vest in the audience, and and you know they're sipping their beer and their Bud Light and stuff like that, and right, they're playing all the cowboy music, like "Mama, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be so Cowboys." That's exactly what you want when you Waylon go to the states. Jennings. Like that's exactly yeah, what you but want. But it's like it was like you know turned up to a hundred. So we're gonna see this bull riding show, and so they literally have it at the back of this bar, and. Before it starts, they do the, they got the, uh, the, what is it? The MC goes like, all, all the members of the, uh, armed forces, could you please stand up for a round of applause, please? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's like that immediately stuff. how it's, I, I like that. Well, yeah, I bet you like that stuff. You'd like to get in free. But, I mean, um, I don't get any no, of it here, so it's like, what? No, exactly. That's not a thing here. So that was like pretty cool. And then yeah. they got, they get a pastor out, like a pastor in a cowboy hat and a big bushy mustache comes in and he's like well i'd like to say a thank you prayer to the lord jesus christ i'd like to thank the mckinley cow company for providing these wonderful <laughs> cows and i'd make sure you send a few of your uh, hard-earned dollars their way i'd like to uh, put a put a prayer for those brave firefighters fighting those fires out in california <laughs> send a few dollars their way and a lot of your prayers and it was like it was and then they're talking about you know let's pray for this wonderful american nation and and the and finally let's let's pray for those brave young men who are going to be riding these bulls fuck yeah that sounds fucking amazing they do that (laughs) yeah and then this is like this big dude or not big dude but he was a dude in a big cowboy hat which makes it look like look like he's a big dude but he's like five foot six anyways so and then the woman comes out to sing the national anthem and while she's singing the national anthem there's a girl on a horse holding a giant american flag and running like and the horse is galloping in circles (laughs) and everyone's standing up People got their heart hand to their hearts, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" This is like, I mean, like this is exotic to me. Like, <laughs> I could go to Papua New Guinea, right? Yeah, and, be and go less... to the jungle, yeah, and see a cannibal ritual, yeah. and that is probably more closer to my like <laughs> approximation of normal than what I'm doing here. And I'm not saying that it's like an offense, like these no. people are back. I'm just saying like this is so different, and it was everything I hoped it would be and more. <laughs> like it's. It's exactly, it's like you said, it's like at a comedy show, or like you expect that in a Fallout game. Like if a Fallout game star like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like, and then you see the stuff on television and you're like, oh, this isn't like that much of an exaggeration. Mm. Like I thought it was like partly like 
you know, but the cult, I mean, it, this is of course like, you know, it's a show, it's a, it's a spectacle. So you get right. a little bit of that, but it was, it was great. And, um, that's and fucking awesome. had, um, I want to be there. Yeah. And then, so like we saw the bull and Friday was the professional night, which was where we were at. And the bulls are huge. It's incredible. Huh. Like cool. they're giant. And these people are, are like riding these bulls and just being flung off. And then you got like the, <laughs> the rodeo clowns who like distract them. But the most interesting part is there are eight to 10 year old kids riding like young oh bulls. Oh, okay. Young bulls. Right. Like it's crazy. And they're just being like thrown around like rag dolls. Like this girl, like held on this, like little girl held on for like, <laughs> I would say what felt like an hour, but like probably was 20 seconds. And she just got flung the fuck back. And then she gets up and like dabs and then does like nice. a little dance. <laughs> It was, and then they had the really young kids, like three to six, three to six to ride on like the lambs who are like the sheep who just bolt out of the gate and then they get whipped off. It was pretty incredible. That's freaking awesome, dude. Yeah, it was, it was the land of the free. Where was this again? So was that all Phoenix or was that elsewhere? That was just outside of Phoenix in Arizona. But it was very cool. The weather was very nice. I'm, I have to say like, I don't like the heat. So hmm. after a solid couple days, I was a little tired of that. Mm-hmm. But it gets a bit chilly in the evening because it's the desert and all. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It was, it's it probably was, similar it weather really to where I was at in because I was I've only been in California, so um, yeah, like yeah, yeah, like I yeah, if it was like ten to fifteen degrees, no, like yeah, ten to fifteen degrees cooler in the day, hmm. um, I could live there. That it was, was freezing was cold in um. Like in Cal, because it, it's I was at China Lake, which is between two sets of mountains, so you get like the downwash of cold air from the top of the mountains. So it gets fucking. I don't cold think there. as an Australian you really know what cold is. Oh no, I, we do not. No. <laughs> like to me, cold was like. Well, to be fair, like where I used to live, it was minus one. But yeah, you're probably used to like minus fifty. So minus like 20. two weeks ago, like <laughs> out west in Calgary, which is like a city of like two million people, uh-huh. it was snowing. In the oh, end of September. I mean, yeah, like Canada's famous for it snowing, right? That's that's how it looks. It was it was a nice break, but yeah, it was great. I loved it. I I could live. I could be an American. All right, so we're I talking could. about like so Canada is used to things along the lines of five Fahrenheit and less. Like that's a nor- that's winter Canada, right? It goes down to minus fifteen degrees Celsius or so. Well, here's the thing, though. If you let's say you live out in I don't know Gillum, Manitoba, right? It's going to be 37, 38 degrees Celsius in the summer and then negative 35 in the winter. So it's just you get the worst of both worlds, really. (laughs) I mean, you don't get the super bad summers, but you still get heat waves. And then you get like blizzards and extreme cold. And I don't know why people live there. Yeah, I don't know why people live there. I I love Sydney, Australia. Like there's this. And it's like one of those things like some people look at me. Oh, that's just you liking your home. No, 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 no. You don't get it. It's only between... 12 and like 34 year round. <laughs> like it's like again. I need oh. to find a place that's like 23, 24 degrees in the summer and oh, then man. like 5 degrees in the winter. I know that. And if, if physically readers could write in and they give me that that place and it's and it's sunny or cloudy <laughs> all year round. I, I will pay them. So you want to live on Mars is what you say. You want to be living in a climate control. That's definitely not Mars. <laughs> I would go ahead and say that Mars is not like that. No, I mean, like, once we actually, like, create domes there, that's probably oh, sure. Yeah. But here's the thing. All the people like the fucking heat. So I'm going to be, oh, God. like, 
in all of these domes that I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true. So that's maybe true. not. Speaking of domes, i.e. not at all, I'm just doing a transition because fuck it. Um, Nubarama. Yes. We, 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 that's me. A, before, before I go on, I was just going to say my, my last fortnight has been uneventful. And we'll get there towards um, when, we, when we get into what we've been doing. We've been aiming for the show to be lower in length than we're traditionally used to. So we've been capping. Well, there's like, only two of us. There's well, only two here's the thing. Us. We've had three-man shows, including me and Duran being on the same show, capping at two hours. We've been doing really wow. well. We've been doing really well. not much really to well. say these days, I, I guess. mean, that's, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But um, I would say, so the, the new format is... We have news and we have quick news. And quick news, we're just going to do. We're going to rattle through. These are small little things. I mean, give like a hot take and then we move on. And then for news, okay. we'll actually talk about news. Um, and then we do a break and then we do our uh, what we've been playing. So that's the format going forward. I'm happy uh, to to get like some cool background what news been up to at the start here. But want to roll into the show? You ready? I. You just cut out for me. Are you are you ready to roll into the real show? Let's get this actually yes, moving. Now I okay. Am. okay, now we've got that out of the way. New Barama. Um, I, I'm kind of, I'm actually really excited to get to the main news with you, but we'll go we'll roll through these just to warm us up, just to warm us up before we get into it. Um, do you care about Fortnite? See, when when I read that on the show notes, I'm like, okay, we talked about Fortnite. That was not the same Fortnite that I was thinking of. <laughs> Do I care about Fortnite? I have never played Fortnite, and I don't plan on starting. Me, me too. Um, that's accurate. I, I, they, I just wanted to mention that they did this weird thing where they closed down the game for two days in like a crazy... Do you hear about this? No. Okay, so what they did was... in the in a, They didn't announce it. They're in a normal play week. It was like a Wednesday or something. Um, at the end of like the sessions towards the end of the night... Uh, there was this weird, like, crazy countdown that no one was used to, and then what they did was like, um, start like th- all these missiles. This is what I was told. I'm not sure if it's fully accurate. But I know the end though. Um, so all these missiles started landing on the map and like destroying pieces of the map while people were playing their normal Fortnite games. And at the end of the game, um, and I think it was for a couple of different games, like they they rolled it out over a couple of hours. This is my, what I, I'm assuming. Essentially what happened was the whole map was destroyed and then was all sucked into a dark black hole and then the entire thing shut down. I mean, I'm sure if you're the 12-year-old kid playing Fortnite, that's very exciting. It's very exciting. That's the the main takeaway for me is like that would be like a lifelong memory memory to myself if I was like in this generation of kids. Like if you're like 12 yeah. and 14 or whatever. If you were a Zoomer. <laughs> exactly. That would be like... We'd be, it's the equivalent of talking about Halo now for us old people. We'd be like, oh, you yeah, remember playing Halo? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I went to your house and played it. It's exactly like, remember that time Fortnite went there? So uh, it was like that. And then they didn't announce it before. And then, uh, somehow I've not heard about this at all. No. And then so. But I guess um, I don't know anyone who plays Well, Fortnite. yeah. And you, you're also like watching Cowboys in fucking Arizona or something. But the, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's so the, true. Yeah. Um, so what happened then was then the entire thing went dark. Like, like, like if you boot the game, it just either didn't let you log in or all you saw was black because everything was sucked into this black hole. And it was for like two days. Like to me, that doesn't sound like a long time. But for a kid, that would be fucking interminable. Oh I, like I have multiple friends whose kids play Fortnite and they're like, yeah, my kid was in tears the next morning. Like he didn't know what to holy do. Holy shit. And I was like, holy shit. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what to do either. Like I, I was like, okay, well, we'll just go out. We'll just go out for dinner. And it, it, like he had nothing to do with it. And like, how um, do you deal with your kid? I mean, they asked him to fix it. <laughs> and he's like, I can't. 
this is not um so it was like a whole thing and the, then two days they uh like fortnite i think re- essentially came out again as fortnite season two or part two or something like a chapter two um which is like a whole new thing with like a, like a, i haven't looked into the changes but i assume there's like a new map and one or two new characters and some some nonsense but the 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 point is i think that's awesome and something only something like fortnite like a proper live service game can do which is fun i like i, I like that that is a thing happy for the kids do you remember days. there's this game i mean this is a long time ago <laughs> Uh-huh. called guild wars 2 no, and they did something people. with the living world <laughs> didn't you find that exciting remember those times where we were like oh yeah there's like these these world events and you realize they're on like an hour clock and they just keep coming and then it just becomes this thing where you roll between world events as one of your major pastimes yeah, what, what a great game that was i mean i think the games like that were the building blocks for games like this you know it's like standing in the shoulders yeah. of giants Guild Wars stuff, Guild Wars and stuff experimented with it. MMOs experimented with it, and this is actually doing it. This is doing it for real. Um, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> Fortnite derivative work directly. <laughs> Guild Wars two. So that was that piece of news. Um, next piece of news is Doom Eternal has been delayed till uh, March twenty twenty. Um, you were you looking forward to Doom? I was. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not like I need Doom now. I'm not mm. there. So, I mean, if it's delayed towards, you know, June 2020. Wait, what? when is it? June March, 2020? March 2020. March 2020. Then, you know, they they got to figure out how to add those microtransactions, right? This is a, this <laughs> Dark. Is a Bethesda Dark. published game. Probably I mean, it, true. you know, there's a lot of thought that goes into, you know, putting towards the systems of oh charging things that used to be free. I mean, you might not be wrong. I, I, I can't I can't say you're wrong. Um, but like I would say I that... single-player microtransactions, man. <sighs> so you I... can now... They've added in a three-hour <laughs> level where you have to... You have no vision on the screen and you have uh-huh. to navigate the thing while killing enemies. Yep. But if you pay $2.99, like so you can not. see a little little corner of the screen. Yeah, but if you pay the full 50 and you get... Your whole your whole screen. Yeah, uh, I I mean yeah of course like of course you want to pay the developer so you can play less of their game. Yeah, um I I love that but you know I, I think Doom Eternal will be good. I'm not personally looking forward to it because I think it's going to, it's adding too much. I don't care about like the double jump and all that. I I didn't need that stuff no. in my Doom. But other people seem looking forward to it, so good for them. I don't know. This will be good overall. Um, next piece of news here: Stadia noob. Um, it's coming next month. It's like the 14th or something. Good for the four people who are really looking forward to Stadia. Good for them. You're somewhat joking, but it's not even coming to my country, so whatever. (laughs) But you wouldn't want Stadia to come to your country because does internet come to your country in a way that supports (laughs) something like Stadia? Well, I've got 100 megabit. It's not the fastest, but it's fine. That's like excitement for bicycles when your fucking country's covered in or jungle or whatever <laughs> like it's doesn't make any sense i i <clears throat> i would be willing to try stadia if the prices of the games are good which i doubt but if the prices of the games are good i'd be give, willing to give it a shot but i still maintain like the only people interested in stadia are people who have like a macbook pro but mm. don't have a game console but still somehow really like games yeah, and like can afford faster. That's than the big like, one. Like, who is that? Yeah, where who, where is that person? Who's the person who likes games but doesn't have a console, or at least or at least a, like a game gaming capable PC? Here's um, the thing: like 
in a month from now, like I'll be eating my words, but I'm just going to put it out there right now. Like uh-huh. this is a bad idea. Oh, I don't think you'll be eating your words at all. Um, to be fair, we could probably be, both be eating our words, but we called it like, what's the, what's the, okay. I think we were betting a hundred percent with all of our negative, like, like, or what was it? It was the only thing we'd be wrong about is the switch. And that's because the leak was like legitimately yeah, a fake. It was not. Fake. It, was a, it was a 3d printed fake. Right. Yeah. Um, Everything else would be in, we talked about, which is the fucking when we, when I was saying the switch is a good idea, I was right. Um, when we were saying that the Oculus Rift was fucked up and too expensive, we were right. Um, same with Vibe, we were right. Like it's everything we've been we've we've talked about when we were like, oh yeah, PS4 is going to be the successful one, we were right. Um, I yes, I think this is a mistake, not necessarily yeah. because of the execution, but because of the pricing. Like it's just wrong. You can't. That's an untenable pricing model. They're not going to get people paying yes. a monthly fee for this shit. And still buying some of the games. Exactly. But the I, I will still maintain that the, the one that Google should be touting, which they are not for some fucked up reason, I think it's because Phil Harrison's in charge and he's used to consoles, but what they should be hyping is the fact that the free version is 1080p60. Like, that should be their... like number one bullet point it should be full hd gaming for free 1080p 60 that's better than almost every laptop can do right now on every game coming out all you do is pay for the game and you play that's that's it makes so much sense like yes that's something a lot of people would be interested in like people who have kids who they don't want to buy a console for they can just buy the games for those kids you know like with a chromecast which they probably already own and a bunch of stuff like that, but you know, the, like my, I, I think the barrier is still you still need to buy the game. Like, I feel like the point of a service like this is like you you get your UB access or whatever, mm. and then you have it and you don't need to pay any more money. I mean, for that's, this service that is very limited, it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Like, like we, we talked last week, you went here, but we talked last week, last week how this model has already fractured and fallen apart. Like this is already going the way of the um the telecommunications slash tv like like cable tv service where it's like started off apparently that actually started off as you can pay for single channels and then it became package deals then became a huge monthly fee this went off started with netflix and now everyone has their own streaming service now you have 50 streaming services they have to sign up for Games the same. Like, I know. Games the same. So you had you had PlayStation Plus, and then you had fucking EA Play and whatever Ubisoft, fucking um, Epic Game Store. Like you just have everyone doing a separate thing. Epic gives games away for free. and Doesn't have a subscription, but Xbox, which I've recent, which I'll talk about later in the show, is doing it. There's not going to be a one-stop shop ever. Nope. But the idea that like my kid could play fucking whatever like um. Assassin's Creed next without me having to buy him a console or a PC. That's good. And that's that should be what they're selling, but they're not. They're trying to get people onto this the premium subscription and all that nonsense, which no one wants. And so they're going to they're killing themselves is what I'm saying. They should be marketing this to the people they aren't marketing to. They should be this should be launching in Eastern Europe, not fucking America. Like they're, they're doing every step of this wrong. Um, but here's the thing: like they have unlimited money, they don't care. If it fails, it dies, right? Yeah. yeah. If it fails, what's gonna happen is you've just purchased. Like for the fucking people who put in nine hundred bucks to their games, mm-hmm. they're not gonna be able to play them anymore. Yep. And that's and that's it. That's it. And they just walk away with the money. 
yeah. or lack of money, whatever. The anyway, that's Stadia. Um, also, but in, in a humorous note, um, the actual piece of news that came out this week, aside from the restate, uh, is that the controller is wired for PC and well, phone ostensibly, even though you can't really wire it to a phone. Um, you, it's also wired to laptops. So yeah, PC, laptops, and phones. It's You have to actually plug in the USB-C cable, the controller, to make it work. So another reason to not get Stadia. Um, though you can use your own controllers if you want. You don't have to use a Stadia controller. Um, but for its advertised Wi-Fi functionality, it only works with Chromecast, which to me makes no goddamn sense, but whatever. Um, moving on. These are good news stories. Um, you probably don't care new, but Persona, the series, my favorite series of all time, and I've been re recently replaying Persona 4 again. Um, the Persona franchise has recently crossed 10 million units total sold across franchise. Good for them. I'm actually surprised how low that is. A lot of that must have come from Persona 5 because that got like 3 million by itself. So it makes me kind of sad, actually, that it's only at 10 million, but I'm happy that they're... Get to admit, like, I'm not. I'm not going to say it's a bad thing. They got 10 million sales across the franchise. So good for them. And as part of the similar, uh, the same blog post, I think it was, they announced that Tokyo Mirage Sessions is coming to Switch, which is what I've been waiting for since the Switch came out. Which is great. Me too. And with that, Me new Brahma, Any other quick news you want to touch before we hit the actual news topics this week? I think that's it. Cool. For video games. Moving on to the real news topics this week. Um. For me, the most important news of the week is obviously the Pokemon news. Um, I don't care about senatorial letters to Blizzard. I care that Galarian Prodita is a psychic type. And that is a nonsense. It should have been very tight. What are you you and the U.S. Congress, my friend. <laughs> that, that strongly worded you know, bipartisan letter to developers of Pokemon. Yes. Oof. Why I would be sweating bricks if I was Nintendo right now. <laughs> it should be. Rapidash had better be a, a psychic fairy. Yeah. That's that, that's that letter. <laughs> Marco Rubio, man. He's a classic Pokemon guy. He's already unhappy with with the switch pokemon oh, oh man it's gonna be pretty rough um, also it's exclusive to shield which means i might get shield now which is a which is a first for me i usually get the the good one this time i'm gonna get the shit one but i don't know i'm pretty happy but also if they have trading then i can just get the game. anyway moving on to the actual main news story for this fortnight we missed it by like days last time new barama and i'm happy to have you on the show for this um blizzard yo <laughs> blizzard blizzard like but at this point most people who know about this have heard like eight other sources or more giving their own takes but um as our canadian correspondent and as the as the, as the australian correspondent myself um what's your take on the let's blizzard put situation? it this way like mm -hmm. my my actual job is like public relations right like that's mm -hmm. what I, that's that's what puts food on the table and yes and you know and I, I should know out front that your opinions and my opinions are not representative of our employers. Let's just put that out there, no, right? No, yes. no. This is not representative of Activision Blizzard. I would like to say <laughs> I'm saying this on my own. Bobby, Bobby Kodak, we know Don't. each other. This is my personal views, and this does not reflect the, uh, yes, the views the of, the, of the company. The Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> so what's your thoughts? Yes, but um, wow, holy shit. What a bad play. 
just so so poorly done like this is it's just like which is weird because the thing about these companies is they should be staffed by people who aren't just people who develop video games right sure people who have the common sense to put together one and two in their head and say hey if we did this this would be super controversial in a way that would not just piss off people like a diablo mobile but like get on the front page of the news uh-huh. bad. But this is so... I don't know. They didn't. I don't they, know what they're thinking. So, okay. I'm with you, because like, here's the thing. Any normal person would look at this situation and this is almost an inevitable like, uh, outcome. Um, not because of the uh, banning itself, but the Every side, like the the follow on parts of it, made it so much worse. Like the and the and the lead up to it. So this this is how do I put this? So Blizzard has been um, let's just say left leaning for many years now, and the situation in in Hong Kong is a very um, it's a topic that a lot of left leaning people are very passionate about it's not even i don't even think this is a left right thing i mean no, this, i think i think it is but for a particular purpose people, right per, like, per, but i think people across the political spectrum oh, sure. dislike no the I, Chinese I agree but in this case the reason i think it's important is because um the media the, the reason i think it's important is because of the media, media. The game yes media. the games yeah. media that is what why this particular issue set them on fire and then the gaming public it's it's kind of it's kind of like a weird kind of serpentine you can't really tell when they care about something and this is, seems to be one thing that sparked them off but um like i would like the first thing my friends and i said when we saw this was like if it was like any other thing if he'd stood out there and said like i don't know trans women aren't women right if he'd said something like that it would have been silence it would have been a hundred percent all the media's on board with Blizzard. He would have been silenced. He would have been banned, and no one would have said a word, right? But because it is this particular issue, then it blew up. Like it's, the media got on board, and when the media gets on board, then it goes up to, then it escalates through the media chain to your main companies, to your senatorial level, and all that kind of stuff. And, and to be fair, like senators and stuff would. He, would have their kids telling them stuff and that happens that's we know that happens but like it was this weird like thing where i think a large portion of why people care is because of the issue at stake it's it's and the fact that the um international thoughts about china have been evolving over time which is probably why the senators got involved Um, and we'll get to that in a second we haven't actually explained anything but um I think the the important thing from my end personally is that this is a hypocritical this whole thing is hypocritical. <laughs> that's that's my main stance. I don't like I don't care about this um personally because the entire thing is hypocritical from the top down. Um I'm actually and, and this is this is the the dark truth and why people at home might want to unsub from this 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 podcast but um cynic I'm as putting my name on the table here. I'm actually kind of with Blizzard on this one. If they, if 
they were actually true to their word, which they're not, because they're lying snakes. But if they wanted to actually keep politics out of games, I'm with them. But here's the thing, right? But they don't. That's, By that's having like the, the my issue here isn't even like like I really care about the issue in that way. It's mm-hmm. just so poorly handled, mm-hmm. and it's like an embarrassing thing when like a big company does. But there's a there's one th- you can't say like like by by definition what they did it was a very political reaction like yes. you can't you can't go fucking turn it up from zero to one hundred and then say <laughs> whoa 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 there we're just the arbiters of good taste right <laughs> no no like there's so many better ways if 100%. you're so sensitive about this stuff you get a guy. You know that has a five second delay on a live stream, oh, and then yeah. you press the cut button. Absolutely, it's so simple. It's so or easy. You just don't, or you don't address it, so it dies. Like there's so many better th- options, like hundreds they could have taken, both like leading up to the event, mm-hmm. after the event, and like the fake apology they did, and then like the second round of Twitch ban. <laughs> How did you? What did you think of? So let's actually talk about the. Let's actually say what we're talking about. So. In case anyone is totally lost right now, um, there was a regional, I think it was the Asia Pacific uh, Hearthstone Championship, and the winner was like a, I think his background, I think he's actually from Hong Kong. I think his like, family was from Hong Kong. So um, when he won, there was like an interview. Um, and then so between the game and the interview, I think he put on a gas mask. So when he was on the interview, he had a gas mask on. Then he like removes it semi so that you can hear him, and then he starts talking about um, freedom for Hong Kong number one or something, like, or or uh, freedom for Hong Kong. He definitely says freedom from Hong Kong, and then immediately after that, like the stream was cut um, straight to an ad. I'm pretty sure it went straight to ad, and then like immediately after that, he was uh, straight up banned for a year from competitive play. Both people who were interviewing him were fired. Um, or Blizzard would no longer be working with us to announcers, I think was the first version of it. Um, and that by itself was like the first, like, think of like a, a, a pile of straw. That was the first match that was flung at it. But past the moments after that happened, like a day later or something, they released that public statement, which was like, a oh, Blizzard just wants to keep politics out of the games where... Um, I think their their sentiment was we are free. Everyone has a voice was one of the first like the, the big taglines of it. It's just that yes, we we want to keep political issues out of um, international tournaments, which everyone smelled bullshit. But like the second match on the fire was their Chinese statement. <laughs> did you see this? Yeah, I did see. Well, that's explain it. Explain it to the audience. Well, they the... basically was like, oh, what? I don't even remember what was on the statement. It was... Do you um, have the statement on hand? No, it was I, I They were saying it. along the lines of, you know, like, don't worry, China, like, we've got it handled. Oh, no, it was and, way worse um, than that, man. It was... No, it was, it was um, like, what, what was that? It was, we are angered and disappointed. It was like a totally oh, different right. tone. It was like, That's we are angered was. and disappointed at the actions of our winner. Um... He and the other announcers have been dealt with, I'm pretty sure, along those lines, or have been strict or, or um, harshly dealt with. Um, and I think, and this is the thing. It might be a translation error, but the one that got popularized was, like, we will um, always protect and preserve the pride of our country. And when it says our country, it's referring to China. It's not China. referring to the States. <laughs> no. 
and that was the second that's when it actually that, that's when the fucking fire just like erupted into a bonfire and everyone was like wow it's just this like is- don't get me wrong <laughs> like i like money too yeah but at a certain point it's like you have to realize like they're like you by trying to get money you mm-hmm. are robbing yourself of a lot of money yes and it's again i i don't know it's funny because i know a lot like i like i, I know pr people in the sector and a few people in like the public sector and you got like a real mixed bag of people and they right. got the wrong kind of bag of nuts <laughs> either that or they promoted some fucking developer to be their like oh, brainchild God. behind their strategy it just it's questionable like i why are why is a video game company receiving letters from members of the senate and congress mm-hmm. to like to say hey you're you're you guys are you guys suck that's such a no that's how badly you fucked up like like so that... ea literally gets away from having children gamble you know what i mean <laughs> like people really don't care that much about video games no for a lot of issues uh-huh. but it's like you somehow manage to be like on television on cnn on the british broadcasting corporation <laughs> It's so to 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 explain where the story is up to now in case you have heard because it's like yesterday or something. Um, so that's all old news. The recent news was um, at the time when that happened, Bush Chung, all that kind of stuff happened to him. Um, the this collegial team, I think it was from American University or AU or America University. Um, AU goes up there and during a, their college championships holds up a sign which was just. Just as like freedom to Hong Kong boycott Blizzard, right? <laughs> just straight up. So it, when they're when they're on video, um, and uh, what happened to them was initially they were actually still allowed to play and in and in the collegial tournament, which I think was is actually probably the good decision if you want to leave politics in video games. Personally, I, I mean, realistically, probably they just didn't know what the fuck to do and they were waiting. Uh, yeah, the definitely because then, that's actually probably what happened. Yeah, and then days later, uh, they were. No, actually. No, 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 not quite. So the actual decision at the time from their, because obviously corporations are, are split up. So from the collegiate team of Blizzard um, managing that segment of their esports team, um, they made the decision to let the guys go. But what, ha- what happened then was that the, the AU team then um, stepped down from the competition citing that it was uh, hypocritical to let them go, but let Blitzchung, um, ban Blitzchung. So they stepped out. Then what happened was right. Blizzard walked it back, walked back Blitzchung's p- punishment from one year to six months. They gave him the money back, so he kept his winnings, um, but he's still banned for six months. They allow him to play in the top echelon of games, but just not competitively for money. And for the two announcers, I'm pretty sure they also said they they will be allowed back either six months or a year so they walked back their punishment which is strange and everyone's like what what is how like there's some weird middle step and blitzstrong came out with his like clearly paid off i'm happy with blizzard and thank you for letting me back letter which was dark in like a really like kind of hard kind of scary well, it was probably way. part of the deal right exactly. it was like oh here we'll write this letter from you i know and then man. you have to release this if you want to back it was dark you play video games for a living like what are you supposed to do yep um and so they for there like for a couple of days like the whole thing it was like mixed because people didn't know how to feel because blitzchunk himself was thanking blizzard for reducing his ban it's like this weird like dark turn right yeah. 
Um, and then what happened was Blizzard then banned the high school team for six months. And that is what was led to this second round of everything being on fire and it getting up to the senatorial level. That's that's the the, the push there. Um, so going back to present, Noob. So if it was you in this situation um, and say your, your company did want to uh, make strides into China and access their market, how would you have handled this? It's easy. You go, you go in America. We've made a terrible mistake. Mm-hmm. We we recognize the importance of, and then rescind all the bans. Don't have any bans. And then you go to the Chinese and say, "Hey, we're gonna have a dude who presses a button every time, like five seconds before what's coming out live, and say, cut, cut. It's China. It's about China. Yeah. And then you stop. Hundred percent. That's so what we, you do. Yeah. Or you have a restricted environment in China, so the people in China don't see it. It doesn't really matter what comes out in the U.S., right? A hundred percent. Like you, you, should... you have a separate China league, and yeah. then you have a separate North America league. There are ways to do it without cutting one of your revenue streams, <laughs> one that happens to be, you know, the one Your that largest. controls the media. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's just me. I mean, yeah, like so but many other just, countries, companies, yeah. sorry, have separate China streams and separate china yeah. leagues like these are both things that exist um you can't can't have your cake and eat it you know yeah. what i mean you it's can, just it was just poorly the issue was poorly managed from the second they banned that player right yes it, yeah. it, there was almost no thought of i don't know it's 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 very questionable it felt to very me like it was their it felt to me like the chinese team especially giving that second like for me the the indicative piece of evidence is the second release of um of the press release to china that that was the indicative piece of evidence for me because that felt truer to their actions um that felt truer to the immediate ban the weight hugely disproportionate level of punishment for the announcers which is still not resented to my knowledge um and like everything there it felt like a full-on china appeasement move probably done by the five percent whatever something influenced by that five percent whatever ownership in china or this or maybe it's like a corporate level directive to appease the chinese market like it it might have been some knee jerk that felt like money speaking that the the immediacy and darkness of the initial response um and so to the point where i think it might have been someone like a either china national or a businessman who made that decision instead of a pr person um like if if the PR doesn't matter what the PR team says, if like the boss goes, no, I want them banned. I want that all take down, cut to fucking advertising. This is well shutting this all down. The PR team can't do anything. That's that's just that's just. Gonna well, it's not it's even just up. PR, right? But I, I well I, and the problem is this is like a video game company that hasn't like their issues that they deal with are angry gamers about Diablo three mm-hmm. coming to fucking phones, right? Mm-hmm. So they don't have, they probably, like, even their executive levels, like, don't have the knowledge, or not the knowledge, but the, the foresight be to think that, like, wading into this might have repercussions in a certain way. Yes. Because that's not that's not the, the industry they're experienced with, yeah. where their scrutiny, even at a political level, probably has more to do with loot boxes, stuff like that, mm-hmm. than, like, huge political backlash, right? Yeah, definitely. So I, I get how you get there, but it's just, it's it's very questionable. It's very, very questionable. questionable. So yeah, I, I'm personally, um, like my, my big, my, to wrap a bow on this personally, I would say uh, I have a kind of two stances. 
my first stance is um, I'm actually with the letter of Blizzard's statement. I think politics should stay out of the fuck out of video games. Like personally, I think that's not. I would I would equally censor the LGBT nonsense and the China nonsense because I think politics should stay out of video games. Um, personally, let's just have fun, you guys. Question mark. But the um, the other side of me is kind of saying that there is an important discussion here which is bigger than video games regarding the control of the West by China. <laughs> That's actually like a proper actual real problem, which is why the senatorial thing is probably actually the real reason why the senatorial thing is getting some heat um, is because everyone's starting to realize, oh, wait, no, China owns like businesses and property and like energy companies and pieces of telecommunications companies and a bunch of other stuff and that's like a dark like undercurrent behind the whole thing and it's slowly I bubbling mean, even even fucking epic games came out and said we wouldn't do that yes like even epic games and they're like 48 percent owned by 10 <laughs> so like i don't even think this is an ownership issue no i think this more has to do with just poorly handled just Maybe. very poorly handled Maybe. Like, what, I really what's, think what's your what thought on um, the censorship in the West being caused by Chinese sensibilities? But but here's the thing: like, there's plenty of like like Epic, for example. Like Riot Games did did something similar, but they did it way lower tone. They just, I think it really is the issue here is they wanted to, you know, they they were like, holy shit. China is going to be so pissed. Mm -hmm. And with that mindset, they took a way too heavy of an option. Very right? possibly, yeah. And I think it's truly the issue here is they bungled it. it I'm not going to take a value judgment on, you know, the, the the Chinese government or the Hong Kong protests or anything. Like, mm. I, I don't have a piece to say in that. Yeah, I have I no really idea. I don't know enough about, about the it. subject. It's, yeah. I, I genuinely, the my personal opinion here that I would like to, Days. they truly just fucked it up they shit the bed like cholera shit the bed not like <laughs> a little bit came out and touched your panties like you fucking had watery shit like leaking down a mattress like it was just so badly done uh i yeah i'm there fair yeah. and it's just like if you're gonna dive into the the you know playing with fire and 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 trying to you know play into the political sensibilities of, of an authoritarian totalitarian shithole mm -hmm. then that's that's your choice but at least do it well you know what i mean there's other companies that do it uh, like, like the nba yeah. wasn't even this you know I, what i mean the nba was not this bad though it's it's again like i'm and this, this is kind of why i'm like you're kind of in this conversation feels like you're more of like the the you're more of the true neutral or like I, you're kind of just looking at it from a um, business practice standpoint, personally, I'm probably going to be looking at it more from the ongoing societal impact standpoint because, yeah, like oh yeah, this... no, I, I I have that I have that opinion as well, but I think like for my two cents, saying yeah, it out loud, sure. like I would I I can just say that like regardless of your political stance, like if you're you know if you're a member of the Chinese Party or Marco <laughs> Rubio, like Blizzard could have. Handle oh, yes. this infinitely better 100%. while pleasing both sides. And I think that's, that's it's a not a matter thing. of you have to choose one or the other. They just truly made a bad decision. Yes, and, and that's, that's the sad the, part. The true argument is in that case is like 
uh, whether all the political arguments are all essentially um, subject and matter, subjective and matter in a matter of uh, opinion, whereas you can objectively say they fucked us up. <laughs> yes, they 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 objectively could have done infinitely better choices that would have pleased both parties, but instead, 100%. no, they decided, hey, let's be incompetent. Cool. And with that, like I, we could go deeper here, but we don't have time. Like I, I've, I would love to delve into Nubarama's thoughts on, because like for me, this is I love the other issues this is highlighted. Like censorship in video games has been here for a long time. Um, I love the fact that this is bringing forward. Hey, hey guys, why weren't you complaining when China was censoring all this other shit in our video games? Like people don't realize like all the like covering girls up in video games isn't actually because of the like pro feminism stuff it's actually just because china has rules against it like these people like the no skeletons <laughs> no more skeletons like i love that the fact that like the actual the real people who know what's up are like guys like open your eyes they're trying to get everyone else inverted commas woke even though i hate that term um it's pretty fun i, I really like the other but we can we, we can move on from there because that conversation is perhaps larger um any final thoughts on, on Blizzard? What do you think is their step forward now? What What do you think they would they're going to do? Well, Not what they I should mean, do. What do you think they're going to do? Well, here's the thing. If I was them, let's see how long we can wait this out. Right, hundred percent. If there's a if it, if it's slowly going to decline, then you Which just will. don't say anything. Yeah. But it's... if you see a, a a continual progressive pressure, a continual backlash, and this is and like the the key point will be BlitzCon as as we lead into it next week mm. that. If there is a significant backlash, you gotta you gotta go out and apologize. You gotta rescind, and you have to put out a, a clear path forward on this. I mean, yeah, because even... not saying anything is gonna just keep creating a vacuum of speculation. And they they canceled the the Overwatch event for the Switch. Did you they see did. that? They did. They yeah. did. And so the question is, there's gonna be a hell of a lot of scrutiny next week at BlizzCon. So. Oh man, I'm is just, it next week? I don't know. Next month, I'm, I don't oh, know. I'm pretty but, sure. I'm pretty sure it is like really close. It's like next week or the week yeah, after. Yeah. So if they if they get through that fairly unscathed, they don't need to do it. But Let's see, if, BlizzCon 2019. I doubt that's going to be the case. Actually, no, it's in two weeks. So BlizzCon 2019 is on the second of November. People do have very short attention spans, 100%. but they were unlucky in the sense that they decided to do this before their end. Oh yeah, that, like, like a big event. Someone else was pointing out just uh, bad timing. Like I really like, um, and I don't know if anyone will appreciate me plugging this guy but i like him so fuck it whatever v on youtube vwe have you have you heard of his channel he's some he seems like someone who'll be up your alley but i don't know if you no okay cool um no, i've never heard of this i've never heard of this. V. He, he v is a uh fuck it what is he's eastern european so he's like this pretty humorous accent i think he's um romanian so he has this very like dour like dark romanian take on all this kind of stuff um I think he pointed out that if if Blizzard had like a cool game release at BlizzCon, like I, I don't know whatever Diablo Four or something like that, this will be that'll be fine. It'll all just, it'll just the watch thing, right? Like the thing is, like, are they gonna <laughs> are they gonna ruin their own announcement? Oh no, they won't. Right? They won't. I mean, he's just saying that like. Uh, if there was like something else, if there was good news to go with this bad news, it would have changed the outlook. But the issue is, like, they've taken it out from the world of video games into yes. society, right? Yeah. So even if they have good video games, that doesn't change the bad news that's uh, just piling it, on them. I th and it's but... and 
It would know. it would matter for hardcore Diablo fans, but that's a very small subset of the population. Sure. Right. But I think it's also it's like, a... I, I I think we still have to fall back on not many people give a shit about video games, right? So like, I think it's no, but but now people do because of this. Do and they? That's, the, that's their big. Well, they don't care about video games in general. They care about right. And Politics if you have that. pictures, if you have pictures of people protesting outside of the convention mm. center of someone charging up on stage and saying "Free Hong Kong." Yeah. then they're fucked because that is footage they're going to be over everywhere it's oh, going to yeah, be on 100%. youtube it's going to be on the news so i think there are big challenges to get get beyond this i mean it's definitely going to be a case of i bet there's going to be zero q and a's at, at blizzcon that's that's oh, that's yeah. almost certain there's no open mics or if there is it's all going to be vetted questions so it's just going to be pure posh piece. I, I it would be it would be dangerous to have like fucking crowds there Mm-hmm. I'd or be if, worried about that of someone I mean, charging up on stage. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but they're going ahead with it. it doesn't look like they're closing down BlizzCon. BlizzCon. Maybe they. they well, that would be. Out. That would be too. That would be. That would be like, hey, we're like completely shutting down, which also sends a bad message. There's no good options for them. They dug themselves into this. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm, I'm like, curious. Yeah, like, I don't see anything. Yeah, but I honestly do think that this will blow over. Like this, 100. percent Like I don't. The new. The I think new cycle will just be I think on. it's dependent. I think mm-hmm. it's it's not even. But here's the thing: like they're they're dealing with two different news cycles. They're dealing yes. with the national news cycle or the 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 world news cycle, which has already moved on. Yes. But the gaming one is going to be hyper focused. And mm-hmm. if something happens that's incorrect to Polygon to whatever, oh, then God. it's going to start moving to BBC. It's going to start moving to the big news channels. Yeah. It's because those they, those fucking I mean, garbage they, fire websites like really, Polygon are actually part of news networks, right? So like you, they get but. but as long as up. it gets traction, as long as people are going to be interested in it, and as long as it's newsworthy, it's going to go, and, and they yeah. really dig themselves. And, and you're right. You know? it's, it's, it's it really does to depend get on... liquid shit out of a Madison. <laughs> and they're going to have a hard time getting that vacuumed up. I mean, yeah, like, like you, you're right. There's, there's no win, because if, you, if they're seen to be, like, stomping out freedom for Hong Kong protests, that's also a really bad look, you know? Like, it's just... No, you don't want to... You don't want to be a fucking video game company on the side of, you know, the Communist Party of China. Exactly, right? It doesn't look good for anyone. The Even only that... people that looks good for... That looks like that's positive for is the Chinese. Like, yeah. that's it. And but s- you piss off literally everyone else. And it's, but it's it's also so... And this goes back to my, my hypocrisy statement. Like, we don't... The Western market doesn't know anything about this situation. Like, I don't know anything about Hong Kong and China. It looks bad to me, but I bet it's like a complex issue, like a multi-layered complex issue that none one actually has. Like, who are these kids to say freedom for Hong Kong? Right? What the fuck are they? I think they're just bandwagoning. I, like, I don't know if they know enough about Hong Kong to go behind that situation. Um it's especially like looking at the coverage for Hong Kong, it's all like incredibly lacking because the China China war like media network war machine is actually essentially keeping all that internal. So it's so hard to get even through defense channels in a good idea to figure out like what what is actually the situation in Hong Kong. What is the reason people are actually rioting? Because so as I can tell, a lot of their demands have been met. For example, like it's this is probably a complex issue that goes way deeper than some dudes on the internet protesting about a video game right so it's i find it very um again hypocritical uh from the media's perspective that they chose this issue uh it seems i think the actual 
um, reason why it's getting so popular is because the normal the real world news cycle is quiet. If there was like a bombing or something, not that I'm saying I want this to happen. If there was like a another Trump tweet or some other like scandal, this will disappear and no one will care. But here's the thing: the the, the I'm not going to delve into the the political side, but I will say like relations with China mm. between businesses is a hot topic on the. Yes, and it is. A, it's a thing that's being played, especially with the ongoing trade negotiations with the U.S. and China. So if you're going to go out there and 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 even if it's not a direct relation, like you're going to go out there and take a stance, it's going to go on the news. That's mm. just how it is. And yeah. so all I'm saying is my final my final two cents on this. Bobby, Bobby Kodak, I know you're listening. <laughs> I can come in and help your company. All I ask for is a little bit of money. I don't really care what I'm doing. I don't care whose side I have to be on. All I'm saying is I'm I'm putting my name out there. I expect to media hear from consultant. You soon. Media consultant. Media consultant. Can tell you how you gotta get out of this nonsense. Yeah. And with that, that's our Blizzard minute. Um, we mentioned a couple times, but there's a senatorial letter. You can go read it. It's very interesting. Uh, but moving on, back to video games and putting the politics aside again. Kind of, not really. Um. New Barama, have you heard of the uh, superhero named Miss Marvel? I would just like to go out there and say the last fucking Marvel movie I saw was the original Avengers, and I don't <laughs> plan on watching any more. So I mean, that's my two cents. I, I, I say you missed out. I, with, I agree uh, with I agree with Martin Scorsese that <laughs> Marvel movies are a cancer on society. <laughs> and they should be removed, preferably uh. with. A, joker movie theater shooting oh whoa dark but uh i i would say that um i think you missed out on infinity war i think that was a legitimately good movie i just like i i like action movies yeah i just don't think i could watch like that many movies like you know what i mean there's just a lot there's yeah i'm not gonna watch the new the latest end game infinity war movie Mm because i haven't seen all of the stuff in between Mm -hmm. that's fair i don't have a connection to the characters yeah i really like logan but i guess that's not really in the same and that's yeah that's i was actually gonna we'll we'll talk about more about logan when i talk about joker later this show but um yeah so that all aside that's that's new rubber take so it's just gonna be cynic on this one i guess um there is a uh, essentially a blight upon the comics world and that is uh essentially marvel <laughs> like similar to your current stance on um marvel movies or scorsese stance on marvel movies i have a very similar stance about the current uh world that is marvel comics it is trash fire as a total fucking trash fire as far as i can tell it's it's getting sometimes better sometimes people at marvel know how to write like daredevil has been excellent um this year but uh everything like everything else has gotten so it's like they um how do i put this it's like they no longer hire good writers let's put it that way or the good writers are being hired by tv maybe maybe that's the actual reason um and that's why tv's gotten so much better but um all the good writers are no longer either like they're just not working on comics anymore or they're um if they are working on comics, they only do like one or two issues a year. They, all the best, like old writers are, are barely doing comics anymore. And why that's important is because the comic book industry has essentially gone through their equivalent of Gamergate, which has separated out um, some, essentially the comics into two sides. And I'm not going to go into that. 
But the point is, of the people who still It's like are, a civil war. It's like it a is, civil war. It is like a saying. civil war. It is, and I know, yeah, it's it's like fucking, there's like lawsuits going around. There's all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. Um, punchings, like what the fucking man. It's just, it goes, it's crazy, right? But um, the point is the current people in power, i.e. Marvel themselves, Marvel Comics, which by the way has lost market share every year for the last like 15 years for various reasons. Um, has been pushing two characters over the last couple of years that, as far as we can tell, no one likes. These characters happen to be Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel. <laughs> all right. I thought I thought they. Oh, I don't know who Ms. Marvel is, but if I heard Ms. Marvel, I'd be like, "Oh, that's the woman, yeah. Brie Larson." No, Brie no Larson. that's that's Captain Marvel. Um, so, Who the um, fuck is Miss Marvel? Why are there? You can't do that. You can't have fucking Captain America, Captain uh-huh. Marvel, and then uh-huh. Miss Marvel. Uh-huh. That's so confusing. Uh-huh. So like, so this is the beauty of it, right? Um, so Miss Marvel was well. First of all, it's a stone. Like people say, this character has been invented in the recent years. It hasn't been. I'm pretty sure Miss Marvel was the name of Captain Marvel before she uh, took over. Like, that was like a whole thing. Anyway, um, point is. Uh, a couple of years ago, they should I go into the politics. I'm not going to go into the politics. This freaking uh, Islamic Pakistani woman created this character, and she popularized her as Ms. Marvel, who's like a 13 year old girl, and she and with um with Mr. Fantastic's power, she can stretch. That's essentially her power. So it's not even original powers. Um, this this essentially minority person popularized or put out this character. And she then, and she either simultaneously or so soon afterwards, rose to the rank of Marvel to be essentially their one of their high ups, like essentially like a pretty much big wigs at the company. And since then, this character has been pushed by that company to the kind of disdain of the larger audience to the point where, um, to to give a perspective, the best comics currently out there sell like two, three hundred thousand copies a comic. This sells like eight. 10,000 copies a comic like that's it's if someone did a, a, a view I think the the biggest selling issue of this year for Ms. Marvel was number 77th on the rankings for that month um, the current issue at the time of this announcement was like 107th or something for that month no one likes this character right so um, flash forward so that so Marvel meanwhile Marvel's in every statement, we'll say she is a very one of the most popular characters around and one of everyone's favorites. Right? This is there's a disconnect between Marvel and their user base or the fan base. Um, on a similar point, this game is coming out, created by Crystal Dynamics, which looks terrible. Like, have you seen? <laughs> have you seen? Well, yeah, movie? I saw the I saw the E3 stuff, and I thought it looked like a game I'm not interested. Yeah, in. none of us were interested in it. And then what happened is. Uh, they essentially, I, th- I assume they just got the Marvel hammer went down and they said, and thou shalt put Ms. Marvel in this game. I think I feel like that's what happened because no developer would have made this choice on purpose. Um, so the game no, where... That, <laughs> the game where they... Put her at, in the video game, so... But not know. even, man. So at E3 and every prior thing, they pushed forward the four characters that everyone knows. It was your Captain America, your fucking Iron Man, Black Widow, and Hulk. Those are the ones that were in the front of all the marketing at the release, at the first trailer, and the full E3 demonstration. Did it go well? I don't think so. I think that game looks pretty poor. But that was the ones they were pushing. 
It was since announced that Ms. Marvel is the main character for the single player of that game. Here's and that's the, the news. Right. Yes. Here's the thing. Let's say you have uh, a, f- a franchise in the <laughs> in the comic book world that isn't doing very well. Yes. But you know you got your video game finger, right? Uh-huh. And you say, hey, what if we introduce? Because comic books still are, are a niche audience. Sure. They're not as big of an audience as, as the big correct. Marvel movies. But let's true. take this kind of flailing character put her in the video game because Mm -hmm. more people are going to be exposed to it by virtue of the fact that it's a bigger piece sure so hey we're not doing so well on it but maybe by putting the character out there Uh that the issue here is that the character the writing is bad it's that that you know of course how cool is a superhero that can stretch i think that's the (laughs) coolest thing we just need to get people to know that this character can stretch and so you put them out there. Now they're in the video game, and now everyone knows. And now people are lining up at the comic stores and buying these issues, gangbusters. How? how that's probably what they're thinking. Is that actually I, what you I think, think they're thinking? I think that's what they're thinking. I don't think that's a good idea. I think that's a terrible idea. I don't think they care about Pakistani people or women. No, I just, they just think clearly don't. This is how we're, they're going to sell all of these comics that they've printed and now are sitting in warehouses. I mean, I think it's it's like multifold. I think there's a definitely just going by um, all the discourse around Comics Gate over the last year. I think it, there is a significant portion of Marvel that wants to prove something by putting this character in the lead of this role. But, um, but here's the thing, Sinek. I'm sure that the people writing about comic books think you know it's really important and they care. I think people who are sitting <laughs> in the board meetings at the Marvel and Disney HQ mm-hmm. are thinking, hey. The thing about women and, and, and female minorities specifically mm-hmm. is that that's an untapped market for comic books. You know, we've already have all of the fucking sweaty men reading comic books. Mm-hmm. Now we can get the sweaty women reading comic books as well. I mean, that's, that's I, think. I think that's what that's I don't think a, they, I don't think they care. I think that's a I thing they've been they sold. Care. I'm not sure if that's actually I think that is a line that a lot of people have been pushing that these are untapped markets. But I think that's what I mean. But I think I think the people who make the decision, right, who get to hire, listening to those people, no, are are those people are the people who think you know they don't. It's not to make a value judgment. Oh no, I don't mean this is going to make lots of money. But even apart from the value judgment, which I still think is part of it, we can agree or disagree on that one. But uh, even without the value judgment, I don't think that's borne out. Like I'm pretty sure we haven't seen. Oh no, it's it's. I don't think it's it's probably not doing well, but. doesn't mean that that's not like people it sounds logical yeah it sounds yeah. logical but it's like hasn't it gone out the evidence you, i can totally imagine the 60 page power 60 slide powerpoint 100 that were prepared for this yes with all the graphs and showing you know we've done public opinion research we've these are untapped markets yes I I, I I I fully believe that is possibly why this is been. either way i think the actual total result is that they've just managed to kill this game <laughs> instead of, instead well, of but you, you're implying people care yeah like, you're right this was gonna be a lot you know like why not throw this on a dying fucking life raft and mm-hmm. yeah just throw it in there who gives a shit i mean so like this this should be like i, I think the the stance of anyone like you who, who'd be like a marketing kind of person which is 
at least with the original formula of the four characters they had, and especially with how similar they look to their movie variants, that would have marketed to kids. I don't think Ms. Marvel would market to anybody, right? So it's like, I think they they I think they double Miss Market markets Miss Market or Miss Market Miss Miss Marvel. Uh-huh. I don't think Miss Marvel. I th- I think they market to you know. Ben Cochera, like you know what I mean, like people who write about. Absolutely, I, I think you're 100 percent correct. I think this might review very well. <laughs> I think you're being a little naive here. I think it markets to the people it matters to. <laughs> Maybe we'll see when it comes out, man. We'll see what the reviews look like. I don't know. I don't know. That's too dark a path to walk. Anyway, no, that's but I'm that sure this there. will flop. Yeah, I, I I also believe it would be awful. Um, Nubarama. Before we get to the final news story this week, um, you put in here a little note about Riot announces video games. Yeah, they announced like six different video games and like an. So what's the deal? I, Run me through this. So they have well, the big one is I don't actually know that much about this, but I I'm like that's news. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they're expanding the League of Legends universe. Um, because that's what I heard about. Hey, let's make some money. Um, so they got. A new shooter that's supposed to be like a cross between um like overwatch and csgo kind of that's what it oh, looks like although it geez. looks a lot more like overwatch than it does csgo other than the guns kind of look modern um mm. so that looks awful and then there's a mobile <laughs> league of Legends, which looks awful there's an anime that looks awful and then i think there's like one other game that looks really bad oh but, man yeah so i think they're trying to you know make money off of the the name connection and the characters absolutely like this this oh there's a fighting game i think there's a fighting oh, game that looks awful <laughs> like to me this so, sounds like a company that thought they were hot shit until fortnite roll around and they realized that everything dies hey people don't fucking play i i i assume they still make lots of i, I still yes, assume absolutely chinese but, people still play league of legends oh totally but, yeah, I I don't know anyone. Who I, I think I think it's like one of the dark truths about whatever you want to call it, like modern f- corporations or capitalists. I don't care what you call it, but the commitment to required sustained growth is kind of like the enemy here. It is like them doing just fine is probably not enough for them. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. No way. So they probably no, you, want to expand. Well, the idea is if you are stagnating, especially yes. if you're public, like you're fucked. No, yes, exactly. You can't do that. Exactly. Like imagine a stock price that only that never went up. Stays the same. Yeah, only only goes up in inflation. No one's going to invest in you, and that's the that's like that's like the inverted commas enemy here, where it, that's what's pushing them to therefore try and expand their user base. And you know what? Maybe so say for example, it expands their user base by five percent. That could be all they need. Maybe that's the one way to look at this. Is well, it's not yeah. even just that. It's like I guess it doesn't matter if they yeah. have six more shitty games on top of their existing shitty game. I don't <laughs> think it matters. Like, go ahead, like fucking by all means. I don't yeah. care. I have no issues with the story. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, what? fucking throw it out there. My big takeaway was Without. I'm just not interested in anything you're making. But like, no. I bet there's plenty of people who are. I don't know. Like this, the art's good. Do people like. play shooters? Any like I. I don't know. Like Overwatch was like the two generations ago. I mean, you're like, right. Go right. make a battle royale. Like, what are you doing? But it's not even that because I'm pretty sure Fortnite just put the bullet in every other battle battle royale out there, right? So it's like, yeah. I 
it's it is just a thing like it's as simple as this people feel like it feels like people don't realize that this is just a cycle every generation of people not games every generation of people of humans tends to have a game they coerce around one was world of warcraft and after that it was minecraft to my knowledge and after that was overwatch game huge and each of these will stay around vestigial like world of warcraft is still around minecraft is still huge uh, i think League minecraft is, is doing like good minecraft exactly is doing all of them will stay around and and durham will reassure you that fucking yeah, overwatch is doing fine so all these will stay around but they will just no longer be the number one and yeah. you can't keep number one because it seems like the number one is associated with each new generation of kids remember when call of duty was like the thing yeah exactly it's right like it's a small piece of the market it's I mean, just it's, a, it's still like the number one selling game market. a year but that's no longer where the, the money's made it's not about no. your release sales it's about your ongoing sales and monetization so yeah like say for example one warfare comes out this year sells 20 million copies and therefore makes whatever 120 no 100 like 1.2 billion dollars something like that. that's like a couple of months worth of these card game sales. <laughs> yeah. That's like nothing. They make that multiple times over a year, right? I mean, look at fucking... Epic has so much money. They don't yes. know what to do with it. Like, <laughs> oh, they, they know to not fucking invest in their launcher. But like, Correct, they don't yeah. know what else to do with it. Yep. Yep. And just and, throwing it at random indie games? Like, I mean, whatever. If anything, like, the, their investment of slowly building a store is probably smart because... If if they are paying attention to history, League of Legends, sorry, not League of Legends, Fortnite will have its time and then it will pass. It will not last yes. forever. It won't God, be I hope that soon. <laughs> Who knows? Like we have, we've never been able to predict what the next big game is. Right? I would have never picked Minecraft as being the biggest game of the world when that became the biggest no. game in the world. So who knows? Um, it's just whatever the kids latch on to, you know. Um, anyway, so that's that's that news. And finally, uh, before we break for a bit here and go on to what we've been playing um new barama i'm not sure if you care about this but i care playstation 5 is finally being confirmed as being called playstation 5 that's not the important news um it's coming out holiday 2020 that's probably predictable but more importantly um the uh rumors around its hardware have been more uh are solidifying more and the outlook of that is actually looking really positive not only for console gaming but for pc gaming and that's the big thing that's why i think is the awesome piece of news and that's why i wanted to end it on this because it's a really big good news story i feel um so noob you've lived through a number of console generations now and i've i've obviously yes. lived through quite a few uh you can you can testify that every time there's a new console generation pc games get way better that's just how things go. Like aside from strategy sure. games, I'm not sure. Strategy games, like, well, here's the thing: yeah. if there's a really good console generation, then PC games really suck because people don't care about PC. <laughs> Do you remember like 2006? <laughs> I don't remember. Is it 2008 or 2009? I think that was like peak Xbox. It was like when consoles were just kind of yes, like at their peak. Yeah, like, when they hit like 300 million. Sucked. Yeah, sucked. Like that yep. was like the the golden age of games for Windows. Like that was horrible. <laughs> I don't want that again. I mean, the PC ports were fine, but the, when they worked, right? But a lot of times it didn't PC, work. But here's the thing: well, when PC ports A existed and B, yeah. like, yeah, people gave a shit. But yeah, if consoles are not successful, mm -hmm. PC place to be. 
If consoles do well, then well, I guess I have to buy a fucking PS twenty four. <laughs> it's like a Phil. You're right. Actually, like a if you from an overall perspective, right? Without consoles, Witcher three wouldn't have happened. You know, like there's there's no. like there's definite lines to be drawn there when consoles do make PC games better. But from a when you zoom in a little bit, you realize it's actually more of like a cycle. When at the start of a console generation, PC games are shit for a while because only everyone only cares about consoles. But as that console generation wanes, then you have PC games getting better and better and better because people want the the graphics to keep getting better and and since you move, they essentially just move to the best graphical like source at the time. Yeah. Um, and so it's more like a, a two sine waves going up and down over one another. Um, but from from a macro perspective, like you're zooming out, yeah, it's because of console games that you have your like Tomb Raiders and all that kind of stuff, like whatever you care about. Aside, again, aside from strategy games, those seem to be the PC. That's the PC stalwart. That's only ever really gets better as PC hardware gets better. If they come out anymore, which is rare. Yeah, which strategy games don't fucking exist. Yeah, they don't exist. Um so the Digital Foundry did, and this is the the only real thing I wanted to talk about was Digital Foundry did a um, video here, and I've linked it in the um, sheet if one, in case Nubarama is curious, but also I'll put it in the um, podcast notes. Uh, Digital Foundry did an analysis. They took um, essentially the leaked hardware specs of the next PlayStation and Xbox. They then built a PC using AMD hardware and then downclocked things to match those specs and then ran those through um, games, which they were able which to... Which is not a good comparison. I would but just like... here's the thing. Then. But they, So what they did with the games is they um, asked the developers what settings to run those games at to make them equivalent to the PS4 and Xbox One X. So um, they actually did... I that. would still say... I would still say, like, a lot of that has to do with optimization. Oh, absolutely. And you're, and you're right. I hope, so, they're, I hope they're accounting for some of that. Uh, actually, it's kind of the opposite. What they're, essentially, the findings that they've shown, and they've done, this, sorry, they've done this before to see if it worked, and I, a couple of years ago, and I remember the videos about that. And what they generally find is that um, what they tend to find with the PC version of it is it's within about 30% of the final and both positive and negative. So sometimes it'd be 30% slower than the final game because the games optimized better. Or sometimes it can be 30% better than the final game because it's optimized poorly. Um, so it's, it's, let's just say it's, it's describing a center of some form of spectrum, right? Um, so it is actually valuable. It just doesn't give you the whole truth. Right. But the, so the findings were that the new consoles essentially are the big obviously upgrade is the the CPU and the the um, hard drive or the S movement to an SSD, but the big consoles will essentially be somewhere between eighty percent and one hundred and thirty percent faster than the current consoles, um, which is good in a couple layers. One, because of the CPU upgrade, um, those games can actually run at uncapped frame rates. So what they did was they ran Hitman across both. And essentially, it, it hit frame cap. It, they couldn't get it to exceed, actually exceeded the capability of that downclocked CPU they had in the in the system build. Um, so it was hitting like 160 plus frames a second, which is unheard of for a console game. Um, yes. Which means that 60 FPS console games could be more viable going forward. We don't know, um, but it's definitely more likely than this generation where the CPU was a little piece of dirt. Um, Secondly, more importantly, I think that that means that we are seeing a an actual generational upgrade 
going to the next console, even from the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. So it's like a, just an overall a good news story for, um, especially with that CPU upgrade, going to the next gen, which means I definitely look forward to seeing that generation of games. I can't wait to see if something can run, whatever. Um, let's just say Hitman. Hitman 160 frames a second. I want to see the game that then pushes that hardware to be capped at 30. <laughs> I want to see yeah. that game. I want to see the fucking ridiculous amount of shit you can do at 30 FPS, um, for and what how beautiful that look. Because my favorite looking games this generation is, is still like God of War and stuff, which run at 30, but they look fucking. Well, incredible. it's like interesting you say that because that's the that's like the very console centric, right? Yeah. You're expanding graphical resolution and intensity mm-hmm. at the cost of per second the pc you have both ways right you have people pushing the 4k 60 but the other option is to go for 1440p at 144 frames like that's the new that's increasingly where pc gaming is going yeah so my my worry is that i hope that doesn't push things too far in the four because i I have no idea i i like my i like my fucking 1440p monitor i don't know that at at 144 hertz sorry that's what i meant yeah at the the frames yeah. per second as opposed to the resolution. Yeah. It's it's curious because like for me personally, like I've had a 1440p monitor for 14 years or something like that. And um I'm tired of it. I want a 4K monitor. Like that's But what are you <laughs> what 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 uh like what's the speed? Like is it at four, four No, uh, it's 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 at six, it's at sixty. It's at sixty. That's the thing. But the the key about that other end of PC gaming is yes. you're getting much the higher refresh rate is making yeah. your like it almost doesn't matter if you're looking at a 4K monitor running at 60 because you're used to that butter smooth, like uh, 144 hertz. Yeah, it's like a different. It's a different source of visual pleasure. Yeah. Um, but for me, like I only spend whatever, like 20. No, no, not even like five percent of my time on a PC gaming, right? So it's like mostly right. I'm here for. I want pixel density. I don't want to be running at a high resolution. I want something to look as clear as it does on my Surface or my phone but on my PC. Like I just need, I want that text sharpness. I want that image sharpness. I want that color gradient. That's what I want. Um, so if, if you ask me what I want, I want 120, 120 frames per second, 4k. That's what I want. It's not going to happen anytime soon, <laughs> but that's what I want. Um, this monitor is finally doing that. If you want to spend $4,000 in a monitor, but for us normal people who can't afford that kind of thing, it's a couple of generations away. Well, it's just like, how are you going to run that even? Exactly. There's no card that can run it. Um, FPS on a 4K I can do an indie game at 4K 120, yeah. probably, but like I can't do fucking I don't know, anything. Where more. the visual fidelity matters the least in terms <laughs> of the overall experience. <laughs> hey, man, like 2D art looks really nice in 4K. I, I have to yeah, say, but it does. Um, but yeah, so like especially because I have a 4K TV, right? So I, I want I want that same resolution across everything. But I totally understand. I think the um, for you, I would say the argument's actually probably closer in your direction because the CPU, sorry, the GPUs aren't strong enough to do um, current games at 4K 120. That, like it, it went from like 50 frames a second to 80 frames a second at 4K. You know, that's what the digital foundry analysis found. So it's like not actually like the 4K end of things isn't going to improve that much. But the frame rate side of things, like going from 50 frames a second to 160, it's because that CPU bump. So maybe things will tend more towards the 60 FPS. Like the first party games won't. First party games will push like call it like graphics fidelity. 
they always have always will because that's what looks the best on the box looks the best in marketing that kind of stuff and it's what i want as well like i want my ghost of tsushima at fucking 4k 30 as good looking as you can get it. i want my last of us part two that looks fucking incredible even though it's only running at 30 frames a second but for you guys i think you're probably more served by this upgrade which is good i think for pc guys and with that, though, um, aside from that good news, yeah, the new new consoles look great. They're going to be here next year. Um, that's it for the news this week. Thank you for hanging around. New Barama. We're going to jump into a short break here. I need to go to the bathroom. Um, Sounds we'll, good. But we'll see you guys after this. And we are back. New Barama. Well, I, I've just been here at the time because I <laughs> cut a hole under my chair that what? goes directly to the ground and I don't need to do anything. Oh, okay, I see. <laughs> um, yeah, it's good to... I, I, I see the list here of stuff we'll be talking about and this is like all interesting and stuff I don't usually um, talk about. I like the, the second one in your list particularly because that's fun. Um but before we get to your stuff, that's what we'll be focusing on this week. We'll just power through mine real quickly. Um, I want to say, so first of all, I've been playing. The thing I played this Fortnite the most was XCOM Two: War of the Chosen. Chosen. Did you play XCOM Two when it came out? Uh, yeah, I played. Oh, not when it came out, but XCOM Two: War of the Chosen, which yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah, right. So, like, my takeaway for XCOM Two: War of the Chosen, and the reason I'm saying the whole name is because that's important is that I played XCOM 2 when it came out and fucking hated it. Like, I actually hate Like I thought that game was bad, like an actually bad game. Um, it was nothing like XCOM. And the, the biggest thing I, I hated was the fact that it, it detracted from my victory. I hated that they took, they, they took defeat out of the jaws of victory in, as yeah. part of the storyline. I hated that. Like, that's a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't spend enough time telling you why that happened. Um... And it felt like this Elseworlds story, and I was out. I was hard out. But what I didn't realize about War of the Chosen, which is the expansion, which is sadly still really expensive. um, It goes on sale a lot. It It does go on sale a decent amount. Yeah. What I didn't realize about that is that they actually go back and they put in more story as well. They didn't just add new enemies and stuff. Oh, yeah. It it changed. It's not the same game. It's not the same game. It's not like they add features and like it's a, a classical DLC where you go a certain zone and then that's what you do mm-hmm. no this is like a new game now yeah it's like a wholly new game. it's like they fixed XCOM is how it's I look great. at it it's great yeah like it opens and there's like a full it's not just like a shitty short opening like it used to be like it's just, there's like a full like story thing when it opens in, like interspersed with gameplay so it's not like you're just watching a movie or anything but there's like a full story to it there's new characters that actually are characters um, the, the factions all have faction leads which all have their own personalities the enemies now have way more personality now and this all just story stuff that they made so much better but on top of that they added layers to the gameplay which is really cool um, they rebalanced a bunch of stuff as far as I can tell uh, it feels like they just yeah they just rebuilt that game and did the opposite of what they used to do which is snatching defeat from the sorry, victory from the doors of defeat it feels like they fixed that game and I really like it I, I'm happy I paid for the expansion yep 
you um, you should not play XCOM two without playing War of yeah, the Chosen. Absolutely. And 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 more importantly, if if you at home skipped XCOM two or played it and didn't like it, I highly recommend checking it out again, but with War War of the Chosen installed. Um it fixed that game. I'm shocked at how much I like it now. Um, that's my point. That's my X one two moment here. Um, secondly, my big other thing before we go to my last thing is um, I did my finances this fortnight, noob, and um, yes. I essentially looked at my my bank statements and I essentially did some tallying, and I realized I was I had forecasted because what I do is I have like automatic money put into like a bank account for bills and stuff, right? Um, and I'd forecasted spending like a good 20% more than I actually do on energy. <laughs> good for you. Uh, yeah. I, I don't wait. have that problem. <laughs> I don't have that problem. Let me just say, let me just say that the winter in um, the province of Ontario. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. <laughs> <laughs> for me, well, winter's not as cold here. I can't, I can't. Even remotely, I love that. paying a hundred fifty bucks a month on heating my home. So I oh, jeez, that's, that's a lot my of favorite money. thing. And guess what? If you and that's that's just like heat. I don't have electric. If you mm-hmm. have electric baseboards, you could live in a one bedroom apartment and pay like two hundred, three hundred bucks a month. A month. Oh my god! Yeah. Like I was so I used to pay about two hundred twenty dollars a quarter, and now I pay. $170, no, $120 a quarter. It's like $100 less. I'm like, sweet. That, that's my takeaway. Because I moved from a small city to a big city, so Sydney, and so we have cheaper power here because there's more people. And I hadn't accounted for how much cheaper the power would be. And the reason I say all of this, Nubarama, is that means I had some extra money to spend per month out of my budget. And what I do, I spent that money on Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> Five dollars. Hey, you know, Wait, just Xbox Game Pass? I mean, like I, the rest I'm just pocketing, whole... you know? I'm just like pocketing. No, 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 no. I mean, like, you're not getting the, the old window. Does that include PC games? Oh, yeah. So there's, sorry, there's Xbox for PC. Oh, it's Xbox Game Pass PC beta, which is what I got. Yeah. And there's Xbox Pain Game hear. Pass That's Ultimate. That's a good investment. Dude. I, so I got it this morning. I, everyone has it. It's great. Yeah. I got it this morning. It's a dollar for the first month, which is great. But more importantly, it's only $5 a month in Australia, which means it's probably fucking cheap as hell is in America and in Canada. Um, so 5 AUD a month, which is nothing. And I got straight up just out of the current library, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is I've always wanted to play. Oh, sorry, I already have. I might have. I might have whatever. I, I, I wanted that. Slay the Spire, which is great. Um, Dead Cells, which is great. Uh, Into the Breach, which is that strategy game, really cute and fun. Creature in the Well, which you talked about a couple weeks ago, as like one of the best things out of packs, free, or comes with it. And then I'm I'm gonna give Bard's Trail Four a try, just because whatever I haven't played a Western RPG in a long time. Um, and that was just straight. And then what's this other thing? Uh, Battle Chasers Night War, which I really wanted to try and I didn't get get a chance to when it came out. So I got all of those straight out, out of the libraries exists. But the reason I did it was for Outer so Outer Worlds was coming out like later this month, and that's coming free with Game Pass. So it's just seems like a fucking great investment all around. I really, really like it. Um, however, I will say that this launcher is even worse than the Epic Games launcher. <laughs> Amazing. It's That's just, good for them. It's just a broken pile of garbage, my friend. Like, I can't even set download speeds. So like that when we started this podcast, I was breaking up a lot because it was still downloading one of the games. I paused it because I can't set a max speed on it. Um, 
what else is that it lags when moving around between things. it crashed on me once um it just seems just i don't even how does microsoft fuck up a, a piece of software you know like the the windows 10 works fantastic um aside from just the fact not that ideally run basically exactly it's just it's just shit anyway but the games on it seem excellent so i highly recommend it and outer worlds is coming out so if you want outer worlds for a dollar because that's what you can do because it's one dollar for the first month not a bad plan and with that though finally um noob my last thing is yes. i watched the joker and i loved that movie i, I also watched the joker and i liked the movie nice I, it's it's one of those things where it's like i don't know it's, it's fucking movies subjective <laughs> Like, whatever. People bring to it what they will. Um, I thought, you know what? Like, I thought it was just not good enough that I decided to put my assault rifle back in my duffel bag <laughs> and let the people go free in the theater. I thought it didn't quite hit the level of the Joker. Dark. Uh, it was, But it was pretty good. It was I, um, pretty good. Well, yeah, it's... it's so personally like i my favorite movie of all time is probably gladiator but second favorite movie is um what's his face requiem for a dream um so if you like requiem for a dream if you like darren aronofsky's stuff for like black swan and the fountain a bunch of stuff like that um i because i haven't watched like taxi driver or any of the other scorsese stuff like i don't that's doesn't that's not a touchstone for me but for me very very much influenced absolutely that's what i keep hearing yeah and but for me like i was like oh this is influenced by darren Aronofsky, you know so it's like it might just be what you're aware of um aside from the fact that this directly nods to taxi driver with robert de niro Niro actually being in a role and king of comedy and all that kind of stuff because i've watched a lot of breakdowns of it since i finished the movie but the um even though it does obviously nod to that stuff it is its own beast it's not just a copy paste of any of those movies um and for me though like yeah if you like a dark character study like this is this is a good movie like that's straight up it's a good movie you might not think it's a great movie personally i think it's a fucking stellar movie it's probably my favorite movie of the year maybe my favorite movie of the last couple of years um especially that soundtrack and just as a just as a plug like the same person who did the soundtrack for this did the soundtrack for chernobyl so that's that's why it's so good um but yeah overall like i fucking love it like new what you say you, you like it? What were your major detractors? Like, well, my 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 only thing was like at the beginning. I mm-hmm. I don't want to. I'm not going to spoil anything. But yeah, we're not going to spoil. Anything. I thought that I I wish the plot had come in a bit or mm. like like the plot took. I thought it was too much character study. Like I think that right. first half of the movie could have been like a lot shorter. Okay, like, yeah, I can really, see that. I think they really made him like it was it was a little bit like wallowing in its own misery kind of sure. thing, like misery yeah. porn. Yeah. That's what I would say. It's like, you don't have to, like, I think I got the idea of it by, like, the yeah. first 20 minutes. And I think that's the thing. Like, I think, um, curiously, on second watching, those first, that first half of the movie goes by in, like, a second. <laughs> like, I I don't, I think it's one of those things where they themselves lost objectivity about that first half of the movie. Cause, yeah. And it's, it's curious, because, uh, yeah, me watching it, I was actually kind of bored for the first half in my second viewing, um, because you're right, the plot only really comes in halfway through. Uh, once the plot hits, it's back on, and I was back on board, and I loved it just as much the second time I watched the first time. But the, you're right, the second time, second viewing, I don't think this movie actually holds up really well to multiple viewings, personally. Um, but, f- again, like, I like stuff like Requiem for a Dream, which is, like, 70% character study, because only really, full, like, the plot only comes in 
near the end of that movie. I don't. I'm not gonna spoil that either, even though it's fucking 20 years old or something. Um, yeah, so I th- that's a fair criticism. I think what isn't. I actually really enjoy the unfair criticisms for this movie. So I've I've seen some like really nonsensical breakdowns. Like this movie is not about white nationalism. Like straight up, it is not. No. It is. It is not about fucking it's just hating like black a people. Standard, like, yeah, it's literally it's, just standard man who is alienated. Yeah, like it's so. It's like so non-original. Yeah, in that way. Exactly. It's it's it is it's wearing it's it is no further than it's what it says it is because there's actually like a and this is again not a spoiler at the end of the at the movie there's just an interview and he just says what he thinks. That's all you need to know for the movie. Like he he says the message of the movie out loud in an interview in the movie. There's nothing like everything else I've seen has been nonsensical. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, it's uh, my friends and I watched some of the takedowns and we just started laughing because of how ridiculous they were. Um, after I actually got them around to watching it. But overall, yeah, I watched it twice. Once with myself, once with friends, and I loved it. That's that's my take on the Joker. Um, I highly recommend it. I think it's and I wanted to. I said this at the start of the show. It's curious to me that I don't know. A lot of people are, who love this movie are saying that this will be remembered in ten years or whatever, all that kind of stuff. I don't know if it will be because um, I still think that it's between this and Logan as my favorite comic book movie. Um, I think Logan probably. I probably like it more, even though it's probably not as good a movie. Oh yeah, I like Logan more. Yeah. Um, well, it, not, it makes you feel. So- yeah, I mean, and, it's just like that's pretty cool. That was a good performance. Oh, for for me, I I think this made me feel something. To, and again, it's subjective. It's like how much you connect to the character, right? Like for me, I felt like a really deep connection with this character, especially with some of the darker moments, like with him at the hospital and stuff. But the um, but uh, there's just a total there are tonal differences. Like like Logan is about family in a positive way and and connecting with people and much of the stuff it's like there's a difference between persona 4 and persona 5 you want to break it down the game game stuff terms this is more about like this um society versus the individual you know like that kind of it's a different topic specific subject matter um so it depends on which of those you personally prefer uh but yeah like logan i think it just it's it's got more likable characters more connectable characters more uh, more stuff goes on in it. There's more action in it, which is cool. I'm not saying you need to have these things for a good movie, because obviously you don't with the Joker. That's an excellent movie. But I, I like the Joker. I like Logan more. I really, really. That's because I fucking love Logan. Like Logan is my probably my favorite comic book movie in many, many, many years. Um, probably ever favorite favorite comic book movie. Um, and it's and almost it's, as good as Wolverine or. <laughs> I just want to say I'm sad that people are forgetting Logan exists. Like everyone I hear, I hear talk, talk about Joker, and I hear talk about what Dark Knight, and people just don't remember Logan. Well, I think I think, I think the, the early comparison, like before the movie, came, was closer mm. to closer to the Logan. We're saying, mm. oh, DC is hopping on that Logan bandwagon. I hope so. I hope people remember that. But what what is shocking is at the end, I did not think I would say, oh, I I want to see this character in the wider DC universe. Of course, oh, yeah. I'm not going to get it. But yeah, I'm like, no. oh, I'd actually like. I want to see more. Do you want to see me with that kind of? Oh, you want to see more? Oh, yeah. I, really? I I want to see more because like I enjoyed him interacting within a plot as opposed to just being a character, right. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think the the character play would play off well, but yes, the issue is the movie would have to focus and not fucking shit 
Aquaman, right? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I don't exactly. think I could... I would be... I, like, I hope they don't make... As much as I want to see a new one, I really hope they don't make another one because it's yes. going to suck so fucking bad. Yeah, this is similar no. to The Last of Us. And I and I expressed my previous in the previous episode, even though you weren't here, um, I have misgivings about The Last of Us 2 as well. Uh, I don't want more of this personally because I don't think... Not because it's not great, but because I don't think they could live up to it. I think there's no way for them to continue with this character. Sorry. Um, and you're right. This is If they're starting this rest in DC, it would be Joker versus who the fuck? Wonder Woman? Who can, he said she has... Who does well, in fact I mean, have superpowers? It, it would be it would be a new world. Yeah. Like it would be like a one up but yeah, I don't think no. that's in the car. Because and also like no. Batman, like fucking this guy would fold if you just if, from a stiff breeze, right? Like let alone no. Batman. Well also like it wouldn't exist in the same world as a No, no, yeah. Like the whole idea of someone going <laughs> That doesn't work. That doesn't work in this No, it wouldn't. Like he it'd have to be some like fucking yeah, some dark, twisted Batman, too, to match this person. I, I'd love to see that. Like, that would be really cool. But, yeah, again, this we're not going to get it, A. But, B, I don't know if I trust DC with that um, either. Um, but it's good. I'm really happy that they they have their Logan now as well, even though... So, the, funnily, the only people missing a good outhouse movie is Marvel itself. <laughs> Disney and Marvel. Because Logan was Fox... This is, yeah, DC or whatever, um, whoever the rights of this are. And actual legitimate Marvel is just whatever, like more Captain Marvel, more Scarlett Johansson, more WandaVision nonsense. Like, I don't I don't see any of this in the horizon for actual no, Marvel. No, it's just going to be flashy color. Yeah. Witty banter. Yeah. Man. Like, that's what the fucking popcorn eating public wants. Right. Yes, that's like all they care about. I mean, it's what they did want. I'm curious if um, if that continues, I, because again, like, it's like it's like the analogy with Fortnite, where um, those kids are now growing up, right? So the um, like, you, you, I could feel it in the discourse around Endgame of a lot of people, including myself, being like, "Okay, that was it. I'm done." Like, Endgame was my last one, and you have to do something amazing for me to come back to the cinema for anything else in the MCU. And I feel like that a lot, like a, a lot of that, especially since all those characters also retired. See, Iron Man retired. Uh, sorry, Iron Man died. Captain America retired. Um, Scarjo's character, fucking, what's the name again? The Not Scarlet Witch. Whatever. Um, yeah. Black Widow died. And a bunch of others died, like either died or retired. What do you have left? Fucking, the Hawkeye? No one cares about fucking Hawkeye. So like, yeah, this is like. It's... But here's the thing, though. It's like what's driving these ticket sales are like adults. They're not even children. Like no, the people yeah. who want to see the flashy Marvel adults, and and that's the thing. Like you can make as many Logans be moderately successful, mm-hmm. but you're not going to get the return on investment no. as like an adult man who wants to buy fucking twelve shelves filled with Marvel figures. <laughs> like, I'm just, just curious cannot... if that's continuing. I don't know. I know some. I know someone who bought. Who bought nine tickets? Who watched the the final Marvel movie nine times? Oh my god! Oh my I know god. that person. I mean, that, that person. Yeah, is an I'm adult. just I'm just curious if there's that many of those people. You know, like I I did feel like a significant cultural shift at Endgame, which was like, oh yeah, we're I done think, now. But I think what people want is something accessible, and like yes. the Joker yeah. is not something. It's not accessible. Up. It's not. Accessible. It's. I mean, by virtue, it's like rated R eighteen. So you, yeah, like, but. 
But at the same time, like, it's not so it's the so it's climbing. It's because it's getting it has good legs, as they say in in some places. In that it didn't make that much in the first week, but it's it's consistently making this like a, a large amount every weekend. So it's at six hundred million now, and it's probably tracking to seven hundred. We'll see. But that's a considering how cheap this movie was. Like I think it was like a eighty or sixty eighty million dollar movie, including marketing. Nothing. For for Marvel terms, um, even though this is DC, so uh, like and this so this did excellently in terms of price to performance. Um, Deadpool did excellently for price to performance. So there is a market for these, and Logan obviously did excellent. So there's a market for these higher brow movies, and I'm happy to see more. I want to see more like this. I want to see more like Logan. I oh yeah, see more like, that would be um, great. But they're just gonna keep making the trillion. Dollars. Yes, yeah. Nothing's gonna be the the war machine that was fucking Endgame. That's oh just, no way. Nothing. Um, we'll see. Anyway, that was my hot minute there. Um, thank you for chilling there, new Barama. We're leaving you behind. Tell me about what you've been up to, gaming um, and otherwise. I've been playing this game called Disco Elysium. Oh my god! Which I did not know existed until I got back from Phoenix at three a.m. and I was like, "I'm gonna turn on my computer," and I saw it on the front page. I had no idea what it was. I didn't. I didn't Why did you buy it? Because I looked at the. I look. I'm like, what's this? And I clicked it, and I looked at the trailer, and I'm like, I'm buying this game. <laughs> it was like forty five bucks, and I just bought it. Because I feel because like so. It's it's not it's not being recommended to be to anyone by anyone except for you. You're the only person yeah, to well, mention this game to me. Well, um, well, that's the thing. I had no idea. It used to be called something about the Furies and the. I don't remember. But right. it it's basically a it it looks like Planetscape when you play it, right? Wow. But there's no conventional fighting. It's all done through dialogue choices, dice rolls. Like there's no like button to shoot people or anything like that. Interesting. And you basically play as a alcoholic detective who's woken up and can't remember anything because of his binge drinking for three nights nice. in this kind of fictional world. Um that's not quite that's not quite like i don't even know how to describe it it's not steampunk but it's not cyberpunk it's, it's yeah, somewhere it's not... in between yeah it's, it's very the art is beautiful like a lot of the stuff is reminiscent i mean it's not reminiscent it's clearly inspired by like francis bacon the the goal is to you know do missions and and do uh mystery solving murder solving essentially mm. and the the big the big thing in this game is that different parts like it's all about the internal monologue so you the characters are super fleshed out and interesting and the world so far has been very interesting but basically like you have different parts of your gut so like your ego for example or your narcissism or like your your body telling you certain things being like hey you should go with this option no you should go with this option depending on how you skill yourself out and, and put your points into like your empathy so it, it guides you in a very different way. And I haven't hit those levels yet, but say you um, put too much points into empathy, like all of it, and you max out the empathy skill. Mm. Supposedly, what, what's going to happen is you're too empathetic. You're oh, wow. unable to control yourself at certain occasions into crying or stuff like that, right? Interesting. So you constantly are failing or passing skill checks that make you say stupid shit or completely miss a bullet or basically commit suicide. God like, damn. 
it's really compelling like, uh, so far. So for people at home, so this is this is like I, not many people have reviewed it honestly, but ninety one on Metacritic. It's actually seeming yeah. seems like it's it's wildly positive for everyone. It it is gorgeous. And when Nubarama told me about this game, he said, "This is my game of the year." And I was like, "What the fuck are you talking?" I saw. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Because I'd not heard about it at all. Yeah, even, it's completely gone under my radar. And even when I looked at it, I was like, "What is this game?" Because it feels like it looks like a artistic um, kind of, as if it was like a watercolor painted Fallout game, but set in like not that kind of universe. It's not post-apocalyptic or anything. It's more like a almost like a modern kind of universe. Um, yeah. But like a, it's like an alternate history kind of look to it. Um, I think Wolfenstein, but not quite. Um, and so I think this, honestly, the biggest thing against this game is just its name. <laughs> yeah. It's got a terrible, unmarketable, shitty name. It only I came out like three, it, four days yeah. ago. I mean, they changed the name from something even more complicated and, and too artsy. Yeah. I think at Disco Elysium, honestly, I think wraps up the spirit of the game i don't know what any of that means really but it, it i think it, it's very indicative of kind of what the game's about but right. i encourage all two of those listeners listening by the fucking game bobby Kodak, you're gonna buy this game like it's it's why did they just call it a detect like some kind of detective-y sounding name like this doesn't anyway name aside but so it's, it's great. It's an excellent game. I highly hard. recommend people purchase it. So do have questions because I'm curious about like you, you're selling me on this game. I just again yeah. I just got a bunch of games for free, right? So you need you need you need to get me to spend fifty dollars and and I have a bunch of other stuff to play. I mean, this game is unlike well, anything that was probably be out there. I think this is probably going to be way better than. But I don't I could, give a fuck about it. But he, but here's 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 the question, right? Like, so first of all, is there a central plot? Or is it, is yes, it just a bunch of different There is a central plot. Okay. It's um it's, I, so far it's hinted very much that there's going to be a central plot. Okay. And the way you play your character and the choices your character makes, like the discovery of yourself seems mm-hmm. to be a central plot of the game. Okay, cool. And the, so the writing like... is excellent. The characters are excellent. Cool. It just kind of you kind of like want to be in this world and I yeah, it's great. How good's the voice acting? Is my second question. The voice acting isn't excellent. It's not excellent. <laughs> okay. Some some ones are good, but okay. it's almost irrelevant, right? Mm. Because the characters are so well, grimy right. and disgusting and grim, mm. and like it almost makes it feel more real, right? right? And you actually that, you actually have pretty high standards a, for voice acting from memory. Yeah, so it's like, not a it's not something I would say that's like it's made by an indie um, Estonian studio based out of London. Okay. So they definitely didn't have a massive budget. But mm. The dialogue is so great. The characters are so quirky and interesting that, so they'll, they, they voice out the main lines, but all the side dialogue is kind of read yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. And a lot of, and the main character isn't voiced. And that's honestly, I would say 30 to 40% of what you're reading. Any mm. internal stuff. But the music yeah. is excellent. The atmosphere is excellent. Normally, I get a little tired and start clicking through in other games, but I mm-hmm. have yet to do this one. And so, and so, like, what's the progression like? Is there like a level up system? Are you getting XP? So you, you, so it's interesting. So you have the when as you level up, you can put it into stuff like empathy or f- reflexes or stuff right. like that. How do you right? level? These are the things that let you pass specific skill checks, mm-hmm. and it's dice rolls. So yeah. you have certain ones that are dice rolls only, and then others where you fail the dice roll, you have to go back and just pass the skill check. Right. 
But is, like, how do you level? Other... Are you getting XP for like quests? So like, what's the deal? Yeah, you get XP for quests for exploration stuff. Okay, all right. For actions you basically take. Um, so, it's, so it's like a tabletop game almost. Yeah, it, it's it's very much based off of. I believe it is based off of a certain tabletop oh, rule set. I'm I not sure. I think she might it, be right. Well, it plays like it. Um, but um, the other thing is you have memory, or not memories. Um, you have um, you have sort of like thoughts and ideas and concepts that you can think about, and it takes like in-game time to think about them while you're doing quests. For example, hmm. like for example, you can to pass uh, a certain racist and, and get him to let you through you can choose to internalize their racist philosophy, right? <laughs> and that will give you, for example, like, plus something to your, um, to your, I don't know, whatever, skill set, and then minus something to your, et cetera. Right. So that will change how you interact with the world. But the interesting part is you also have the option to forget these, like forget these memories, because a lot of them have plus and minuses to your mm. skill sets and how you will navigate the world that are incongruent with say what you want to do mm. so you have the choice to forget them because you don't know exactly what it does until you research it okay all right but the but it's a very it's like mechanically not that complex the game mm. but it's been really drawing me in i mm. i don't think i've done a single five or six hours i've played so far Jeez, cool it's great so that's 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 disco fucking elysium, elysium. It's on Steam and good old games, I think. Oh, it's on GOG. I might buy it on GOG. Yeah. Takes Very me a good. lot to buy something on Steam, but GOG, I'll probably on there. All right, what else have you been up to, noob? Um. Oh, when I was in Phoenix, what mm -hmm. I did was I put my like cracked back uh, Pixel 2 phone in my <laughs> swimming trunks, and uh -huh. I went swimming with them, and now my Pixel 2 doesn't work, <laughs> and I don't have so you got a new phone? So so I need to get a new phone. Oh, I see. Here's the thing. Uh -huh. I'm waiting for the Pixel 4. Don't. Even though it's it looks getting shit, so much bad press. It looks so shit, so dude. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until the embargo breaks. I think I'll be okay. I'm going to see what the reviews are like. Okay. Leaning towards the Pixel 4 XL. The reason I am doing this is primarily because I like everything on my home is wired through. Like, I want to be, like, I live in a Google. You, like, so, I'd rather just be at the cutting edge of Okay, so you're just, you're just, you're specking deep into the Google machine? Yeah, I have a where, I have where. So you're breaking too up. much. Oh, sorry. I have, like, Wear OS. I have all. Wear OS? What the fuck is Wear like, OS? Like, the, the, the Android watch. Oh, God. <laughs> I have Chromecast. I have, like, Home. Wow. Like my I friend's can't. doing the same thing. Like he's because Sonos can plug into Google now. Yeah, let me tell you, Cynic. I have not <sighs> pressed a light switch in my house in a long time. Oh my god! I what say you, I ask I ask Google to turn on. The oh my god! Or turn them off. Is it okay, Google? Or you can say can you set. Your I'm own? not going to say it because I don't want the lights to. Turn. But can you set your own thing that's not okay, Google? Yeah, but I I just like I like. What do you the... what do you set it to? Just say the words in separate parts of a sentence. <laughs> It's 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 the word O. Okay. And then K. Yeah. And then Google. 
Oh, okay. So you, you said you do say okay, Google. Okay. Yeah, I just said cool. that. I, I hate that. It doesn't like my phone doesn't pick it up. Like I've said it what six times now. My phone still hasn't picked up that I said it once. Yeah. Uh, I think it's so. I'm accent. currently using like the phone a friend gave me, like his old Sam LG G5 or something. It's a good phone. Yeah, it works fine. But yeah, I'm fine. I'm gonna buy a new one. Okay. All right. You're gonna go for the XL, are you? Here's the thing. If it reviews really then I might get the Samsung. I don't know. I don't want the OnePlus 7T because I don't, I don't like the sketchy shit about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I, I, even though, like at least, at least yeah, I, I'd, I'd go, I currently owns, own a Samsung phone. I'm not that happy with it. I don't, I don't hate it either. I mostly love it because of how much storage space it has. <laughs> So it's not even a meaningful point because everything has expandable storage or whatever. But having two fifty six gigs is a is a massive bonus for me, just because of how much YouTube I download. Um, but everything else, like I just don't care. Like I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah, you you'll probably be fine with whatever Google phone you get, honestly. Yeah, as long um, as it's like my biggest worry is the battery life apparently sucks, but my yes. old phone had shit life so it's exactly like i'm just this has ter- this started okay and then de- deteriorated so what i just have is like i have a charger in my car i have a charger at work and so it's just like it's yeah always- i well i have two fucking battery pa- <laughs> that's where i'm at on top of my charger at work and my or my like three chargers that i carry yeah it's like it's just it's that's just our life now so it's like okay yeah. whatever. <laughs> that's the thing i carry a bag everywhere yeah like exactly so it's like fucking whatever. woman <laughs> yeah my, my bag has just has charges in it you know like not, not like not um what's the face like battery packs but just charges to plug into the wall and just everywhere i go it's like you know what if i need it i have it so whatever um and then i have my laptop and i can just char- plug into that and charge you know that's like whatever yeah. so um anyway so cool all right cool so i'm curious how that phone is once you get it i think it looks ugly as sin but you could, you're just gonna oh, it looks case? ugly any case yeah. for it because i just case my phones anyway so I don't you know well, i'm gonna have to get a case because i don't want to go swimming with it again Oh, yeah, fair. Like, the only reason, it would have been okay if I'd gone swimming with it and it wasn't cracked, but because it was cracked, that was mm. the thing. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, all, all the new phones are IP65 anyway, so as long as you have a good yeah. case on it, you're good. It'll yeah. last you until the ports die. Yeah. Does it have a... Exactly. I, does it have a 3.5 millimeter? No, of course this, not. This is, what, this is why I don't buy them. This is actually the legitimate reason why I don't buy them. Is that I, I have... I Oh, you know what I did buy, though? I bought... um the true wireless earphones. I bought the Sony WF-1000XM3s. How do you like them? I would highly recommend them. They're okay. noise-canceling. The noise-canceling is great. They have uh-huh. the, uh, I forget the name of the chipset that they use on their mainline noise-canceling. And Sony has pretty decent noise-canceling. No, they have excellent noise-canceling, yep. It is the, like, the Bose ones are shit. Don't get yeah. the Bose ones. Yeah, they're bad. Get, get the Sonys. Yeah. You yep. heard it here first. People, well, yeah, people don't know. Well, people who haven't caught up with things like the Bose, Bose got in the front edge of of wireless. Uh, sorry for uh, for noise canceling file, but then noise. Sony was just like, wait, we're we're good at this. Why why the fuck are we doing it? And then they put out the WH one thousand XM series, and those essentially just stormed all the the review sites. Like, okay, now these are now the new wireless best best wireless noise canceling ever. That's what I have. But these are like the tiny little buds that are fully wireless that just go into your, each ear. Um, does it have like a, those charging cases like the other wireless buds? Is that how this one uh, works? Yes. Okay. I think so. The the with noise canceling on, it is um, six hours 
on the headphones alone. And then with the, it's 18 to 24. I think. That's really good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I, I have yet to charge. I mean, yes. Yeah, so, so what high if I gave it five stars? Yeah. So Sony, I would give, yeah, 4.5 out of five. That's what I would give these things. Yeah. That's they're Yeah. Come highly recommended. Good. Cool. That's fine. I actually, I actually like that more than your, at least you didn't get the stupid Google ones. They look shit. <laughs> no, the pixel buds are off. I just wanted something. <laughs> with... Anyway. All right. And so now we have the last thing for the week. How much do you have to tell me about Warhammer Total War? Oh, shit. I forgot this was on. But yeah, I've been playing Warhammer too. I've always liked fantasy things cool. So it's on nice. sale this weekend. Nice. I'd encourage people to get it. It's fun. I think we talked about it last episode you were on. Oh, I don't have a memory of this. Cool. All right. And with that, noob, we'll wrap out the show. We'll see you again. Two hours. Look at us go, man. So happy about that. We're fucking, podcast pros. I know. It's it's almost like after all these years, we finally kind of get it, even though the audio quality has been not that great this episode. I apologize. Now whatever. that no one's listening, we've got it. We've got it. <laughs> uh, but with that, Noob, do you have any plugs before we call the show this week? Um, Disco Elysium. Yeah. Go buy it. Fair. Yeah. Um, and for me, it is Xbox Game Pass. 100%. Um I think that both of these things. I, I need. I need to. I need to see if I can put some time aside for Disco Elysium, just because it might come it's up in Game it. of the Year. And there's honestly nothing it's else. Worth like Outer Worlds coming out. I don't know if I'll even like it, but I'll get it for essentially free from Game Pass, so I'll have it. So I'll play Here, that. Think of it this way: worst case scenario, you'll, and that'll be something to talk about. Oh, what? Sorry, you, you broke up. Worst case scenario, you'll hate it. Yeah, exactly. yeah. that'll be something to talk about <laughs> yeah exactly right it's just, it's just the time you know um but yeah i'll probably pick it up just because it'll come up in the end of the year and there's nothing else like, i don't care about anything else coming out so doom got delayed death stranding might be a total garbage fire we have no idea about that game right i haven't pre-ordered it because yeah i don't trust him i don't trust kojima i want to believe but i I can't believe enough. It's not like they're the Persona Studios. I mean, I'll, I'll put money down on Persona 5 Royale or whatever. 100%. You already got my money. That's fine. But for Kojima, I don't know. We'll see. We'll fucking see. And so that's it. That's the, that's the only two games I'm really looking forward to for the rest of the year. So maybe, yeah, in your in the kind of November, December time frame, I'll have time to play Disco Elysium. And it only just came out like four days ago. So, um, so yeah, sure. And with that... Thank you for listening to this episode of Scotchcast. Nubarama, thank you for joining me. Thank you. And we'll see you guys next time.